from the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Duh. Duh. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf. Welcome to episode 89. I have with me Jake. Howdy, folks. And Krista. Hello. And today we got a couple of topics to talk about. Um, so, Jake, uh, what do you want to talk about first? I guess we could discuss Warner Brothers yet again changing uh, the dates of their releases. Yeah. So, another day, another Corona today, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay. Wonder Woman is now an October release. October 2nd, I think it is. And um, where it was going to be in August, and then now it's this, so keeps changing. And then that kind of... Oh, this year? Yeah, this yeah. year. October. They expect to release in October of this year. Yeah. Yeah. And New Mutants isn't the only movie these days with five release dates. <laughs> um... And then we got some other changes. Matrix 4, Godzilla vs. Kong, Tom and Jerry. <sighs> All those movies are getting pushed back as well. Now, Matrix 4, we haven't heard that much about besides it's being developed. So, um, yeah, that's now going to be back to May of 21. Oh, no, wait, no. Uh, tw April 22. So it was May. Now it's April 1st, 2022. Um, Matrix 4, what do you guys thought, thinks of the Matrix trilogy? Jake? Started out strong, kind of petered out towards the end. Chris, have you seen the Matrix trilogy? No. So, I agree with Jake. Um, I don't hate the Revolutions and, uh, what's the third one? I don't even remember the name. I mean, I don't hate them. I just, they're not as memorable as the first one. Um, Reloaded. <laughs> so... The, I think that they had just too much stuff to going on in those two sequels. They probably could have just cut it up into one long movie and just had a, a better sequel. It's still not as good as the original, but okay. Now, I'm a big fan of the Animatrix. Jake, you watched that? Yeah, that's some really nice stuff there. Great animation. Uh, interesting stories. Um, I definitely think the Matrix could have a lot of potential for excellent 3D. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised the original didn't get a conversion. So, Godzilla King uh, vs. Kong was supposed to come out in November. or That was the new date. And then now it's pushed back to May 21. Uh, May 21, 2021. So, that's kind of disappointing. Um... You know, no Godzilla Kong movie this year, Jake. Yeah. I still don't believe any of these dates. Oh, I don't either. Uh, I'm... Uh, I... We haven't even had a... Uh, we haven't even hit second wave yet. Heck, we're going into a second... Uh, um, spike, you know, during yeah. the first wave. Yeah. I um, mean... Fal 
was it Dr. Fauci uh, went out and said, this isn't the second wave because we haven't finished the first wave yet. Yeah. We kind of plateaued and now we've peaking again. And your experience will definitely vary from where you are. We're in, we're all here in the U.S. and we're recording this on June 21st, 2020. So things may have changed by the time you're listening to this, but, and depends where you are in the world. There are different parts of the world where they're much better at containing this than the U.S. And you can assume why that is the case. We don't have to, (laughs) (laughs) we don't have to say you have, you can figure that out. So, yeah, all these dates are pushed back. Um, I I don't think I think what uh, Warner Brothers really does not want to take one Roman out of twenty ten the twenty twenty. It's just it's the, probably the premiere movie of the year. You know, they want that to be a big success, and everyone wants to see that movie. I think you know, so I think they don't want to put that on VOD you know, on HBO Max, they want to have a big, you know, billion dollar, you know, thing. And it's just, it's so disappointing to see that being delayed again. Yeah. I feel like August was a better date than October. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, the fall is going to be really weird because uh, it's going to be coronavirus plus flu plus cold. It's just going to be horrible. Well, you're going to get a weird mix of some students going back to college and college itself is a Petri dish and then coming back and bringing it back to their hometowns. <laughs> yeah. And the Batman movie with the Matt Reeves was also pushed back to o- October 2021. So, Yeah. A lot of the Warner Brothers stuff is, is getting shuffled around, and we'll see what happens. You know, I don't think we will have a cure by the end of the year. But I'm not a scientist. No. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. There are some vaccines that are in early human trials, but they're not going to be finished by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then then being able to replicate them. Yes, that was going to be my next point. To safely replicate them in scale is a whole nother monster. <laughs> yeah. And then to have the supplies, the needles, everything. And, you know, the other people will be really anxious if the first batch are bad. Oh, no, I don't want to get it, you know. And, you know, if it's rushed, the first batch may be bad, you know. The science may be good, but, you know, just so we'll see what happens. Now, uh, kind of talking about that, we're getting some movie theaters opening in July 10th, including Regal, AMC, and um, what's the other theater chain? Cinemark. What movies are they opening for? What will they be showing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, they'll be showing probably Fathom Event type things. Uh you know, like Oregon, they always show the Goonies, and um, they'll probably show Jaws, the Ghost, but the original Ghostbusters, stuff like that. You know, Indiana Jones. Okay, yeah, Apollo thirteen. So I'm here on Fathom Events website right now, and they have their schedule, and everything is postponed. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but they had stuff like the Digimon adventure movie, uh, Dino Dana, the movie, Apollo 13, 35th anniversary, Braveheart. You know, that kind of stuff would be something, instead of new releases, it could be stuff that's older that, you know, but I don't care about going to the theater to see those movies. Um, am I wrong? Am I the only one? Some of them, uh, well, my biggest problem with Fathom is uh, you can't, when I was in the AMC and uh, and later the Regal movie things, you couldn't use your uh, membership to attend Fathom events. Fathom events charge extra money, and usually the theaters aren't that they show them at aren't exactly what I would call top tier. Like I was going to pay more money to see Ben Hur at a crappy little theater with a crappy sound system than I could go to Best Buy and buy a copy on disc and come home and watch it on my um, TV, which may not have as big a screen, but. I'm close enough to the screen. It's a better ratio and more enjoyable. That's the problem with Fathom Events. So all these theaters are opening up, and we don't really, you know, we won't have any new movies yet. The next movie is Mulan, which has not been pushed back as of yet, but I'm expecting that to happen any day now, actually. Uh Uh-huh, probably. Probably next week we'll get an announcement. Right after I post this podcast. Of course. Of course. Um, so they got into a controversy here because um, AMC had a, 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 a mask policy where, oh, yeah, sure, you know, you don't have to wear it, your mask. And then it kind of exploded. And now they're like, yeah, we're going to make people wear masks after people got mad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and Regal then made their statement about they didn't want to be political. <laughs> and they got uh, an internet tear them out, uh, a new orifice. <laughs> <laughs> why? Uh, why? Regal's page, and here is the details on what's officially on their website on reopening July 10th. New safety and health procedures. Contactless payment along the ability to purchase tickets in advance on Regal app. Uh, ULV Foggers. Employees will sanitize every auditorium and seat after each movie using new electrostatic fogger equipment. This is a deep sanitation and highly effective in disinfecting all areas. The non-toxic formula that's fast drying. Well, that's okay. one way to keep people from um, sitting through multiple screenings. Um, Regal employees will undergo daily health screenings, including temperature checks when mandated. Oof. Employees will be required to wash their hands at minimum every 30 to 60 minutes, depending on job role. All employees will be required to wear masks. There's more. The lobby, as related to employees, guests will also be required to wear masks. Greeters will be located in the lobby to assist guests with new procedural changes. Guests will be encouraged to proceed 
to their auditorium as soon as possible and exit the theater in a timely manner. No hanging out. Oh, I like that movie. Oh, let me go to the bathroom. No, get out. (laughs) You know, a wall-mounted sanitation dispensers will be available on the side of the entrance. Vending machines and water fountains will no longer be available for use. When required by local governance, arcade games will be closed. No more cruise in USA for you, Krista. <laughs> no more Pac-Man for you, Jake. Oh, how will I survive? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's funny because it's an old game, but it's also most of these places don't have up-to-date arcade games. Yeah, yeah, I'm a... Uh... Yeah, I might not even find an old Rampage one. (laughs) Every other register will be closed to maintain social distancing. A reduced menu offering will be temporarily available. Self-service condiment stations will be closed. Refills on large drinks and popcorn will be suspended. Locations featuring diners, restaurants, and in-theater ordering will have these services suspended temporarily. Locations with bars will remain open for walk-up service only. Now, the auditorium, where mandated by state and country and county mandate, auditorium capacities will be reduced to 50%. Our reservation system will maintain two empty seats between groups, one seat at a recliner locations to maintain proper social distancing. At theaters where performances are not pre-reserved, you'll be requested to leave two seats between groups. Group sizes will be limited where required by state or county mandate. So that's Regal. I'm not going to go into the other ones, but I think that's a pretty good sample of what you could expect going to the theaters July 10th. Thoughts, Krista? Well, a couple things. Um, They're talking about, like, closing every other register. I have not been to a theater where, like, there's been employees. Like... (laughs) Yeah, there's more screens than employees. <laughs> like, like I, like, like even before all this, there was like one employee for like the entire building. <laughs> like it's not like, like yeah, yeah, the person who takes your ticket, sells you your popcorn and drink, also runs a projector. Yeah. So, like, and also, there's been times when I have been the only person in the theater. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. So, I feel like this doesn't sound that different than my normal experience. Now, the self-service condiments uh, being closed, have they ever been opened? <laughs> I mean, you know... I'm joking, but half the time, the ketchup and all that doesn't work. So, yeah. uh, I mean, okay, well, do I even bother trying to see if they have stuff there? Now, the no refills on drink and popcorn, that's interesting because I'm paying a lot of money for, for Coke. So are they going uh, to reduce the price of these uh, items? Something tells me no. So we're expected to basically pay the same amount for half as much. I remember I paid for like a $4 Coke and asked for a re- uh, refill. 
And they're like, no, we have to pay the six-star Coke. It's like, <laughs> forget it. I just won't buy Coke while I'm here, you know? I'm wondering, I'm thinking I, it's time It's time to get like a, a really, like a water bladder and just fill it up and just bring, wa- just, you know, like carrying a water bottle, except something a little more flexible. Now, ULV Foggers. I never seen this technology before. What the hell is this? I mean, I use a, uh, a UVC. That's a, a, a spectrum of the ultraviolet that you don't want to use these bulbs for a rave. Uh, trust me. Um, and they're really good at disinfecting stuff. You know, just wipe it. Just a swipe. Um, and it's like 99% of germs are wiped out in... Uh, in seconds, uh, they claim 100% if you over an hour. You can't use it on um, on on your skin. Don't, definitely don't look into it. But it's good for disinfecting shoes and groceries. You know stuff like that. But the fogging don't have a clue. Don't try to use it internally. Yeah. Um... I guess it's non-toxic, and it, it says it dries fast. Okay, if it's non-toxic, is it strong enough? Then how is it supposed to be strong enough to kill COVID? I'm just saying, you know, not like if you touch it, if you're still in the seat when you sit down, it's not going to burn you. That's what I'm thinking. Not toxic, you know. Who's going to train these employees to do this? Because I, I don't think any of these employees know how to use these things. Is this going to be something like on July 8th or, not, or 7th, you know, something? They're going to have, all right, training day. Everyone come into work and you're going to know this is how it's going to be. You're going to learn how to work these machines. And, you know, I'm guessing that's how they, they, they actually do it. But I don't know. I mean, for the most part, you know, going to the theaters... It's not been completely dirty, but it's not been completely clean either. It's good enough, you know. But if you have a black light, you're going to see a whole lot of different colors. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're going to feel like you're CSI at a crime scene. Or, or it's going to look like a Jackson Pollock painting if we want to quote Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah, I- I'm worried about how that's going to practically work. You know, if they're going to just have one guy, the defogger, just run through and then, you know, are they going to like space out the, the, the times for movies to have more time to dry out between? I don't know. Uh, I'm not in a big rush to go back to the theaters. Are y'all? Nah. I've resigned myself that uh, the world is coming to an end. Uh this is uh, the slow-mo apocalypse. Now, we don't know anything about 3D, and that's an interesting thing. Are there going to be 3D screenings for movies now in this format, or is it those days gone? Because it was hard enough to see a movie in 3D before COVID-19. Now, is that not going to be an option anymore? Because, you know, they don't mention 3D glasses. Anywhere in that, did that I, I read everything that was there. No mention of 3D glasses. Recycling them, you know. So, that's a big question mark. 
Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, in the glasses, you basically put them on your face, take them off, and put them in a in a bin. Maybe they think that's uh, just as dangerous as uh, doing drink refills. We don't know. It's like there's been no con- no public cons- uh, no. This just tells me 3D is such a small mar- niche by that they're not even considering us. Now, yesterday, um, I went to Best Buy. I was with a mask on, and I had a whole bunch of batteries to recycle um, because that's the only place I know where I could recycle batteries safely and ink cartridges. And they said they no longer do that anymore because of COVID. Which, okay, I guess people could have you know, back, you know, virus on the batteries or whatever. But, um, I get uh, that something that's going to be something like the 3D glasses. They're not going to recycle them anymore. Maybe they do have 3D glasses, but bring, you know, BIOB, bring your own 3D glasses, you know, which, and certain parts of the world bring your own 3D glasses is the norm. But in the U.S., we don't do that. So I don't know how many people will have them available. Yeah, or or what they could do is you bring your own or they can sell you a pair and you are responsible for the upkeep or the disposal. Because what they might be worried about is one, because it's probably how they were recycled is one poor schlub uh, just dumped them from the bins into another bin. Duh. The recycler took them to the recy- wherever they were recycling, or in the case of um, there was one, uh, um, there was a, another system they used to uh, steam clean them, then ret- bring them back. Krista, do you know how they recycle the three glasses or no? No, I do not. But I imagine it would be much more practical to clean them and repackage them than it would be to like melt them down. Yeah, well, the real 3D, they can't clean them because if you've seen the way how flimsy they are, the lenses are literally just printed plastic. Yeah. Like, there's, I've seen saran wrap that's thicker. So, is this too soon? Is it too soon to open up the theaters? Probably. Yeah, and I think this is going to really uh, hurt. Uh, I mean, ha- I mean, I figure. Uh, I don't think all the movie chains are going to survive, and a lot of theaters are going to go under. I think you're absolutely right, Jake, and I think we're going into a phase where theaters are not as relevant as they used to be, and part of that is because of the COVID, but part of it was already happening before. People are totally fine waiting to stream things on TV. Quality difference between going to the theaters and staying at home is not that much for people where it used to be a lot more. It's the same thing with bookstores. Like you can make it so people actually do want to go to bookstores if you have like author signings and like interesting events that like if if like the bookstore becomes like a place for the community then you can have people want to go to bookstores. People don't want to go to bookstores just to buy a book. Um, 
So in that way, movie theaters are kind of the same in that, like, what are you getting from going to the movie theater if, you know, if it's like Alamo Draft House and you're getting a nice meal when you're going to the movie theater? You know, that's different from going to, like, getting some cheap popcorn and, like, sitting in a sticky seat. Yeah. Exactly. They have to be part of the community. So they have to do more to compete with, you know, it's just, you just can't have one of the theater anymore and expect it to be a success. You have to do more. You have to have, you know, we talk about Fathom events, but each, uh, you know, different theater chains have their own kind of thing to get people to come back. You know, Cinemark has their movies and AMC has their thing, you know, or they basically have old movies come back to the theater. Now, Obviously, some problems with that with, you know, if you could just stream it while people go to the theater. But, you know, some stuff may not be, you know, streamable. Yeah. That might be a way to do it. If, you know, you don't, you know, something is not streamable. Like, Babe here uh, is a Fathom event coming on August 9th and 12th. I don't know where to stream Babe. I have no idea where to stream it. One of my favorite filmmakers. I cannot watch any of her films. Yeah, streaming is not the end-all, be-all uh, to cinema. Now you know why so many, uh, why the old old people, uh, kiddos, uh, loved uh, physical media. Okay, I did see it is on HBO Max, and you can rent it from YouTube and Vudu and uh, Apple Movies and such, but. Still, you know, if there is movies that are lost in the shuffle, you know, having those be in the theater would be a, something, a hook at some sorts to get people back in the theater, but only for that one time, you know. Um, so it's kind of like the IMAX movies, which actually does have a nice little transition there. IMAX movies are going to start popping up on Hulu. Now, there's no 3D version on Hulu, so and if any of those movies had 3D, those are lost in this deal. Um, what are your thoughts on watching IMAX movies on Hulu? Heck, I uh, get Hulu for free, and I wouldn't watch them. <laughs> IMAX, if, if, if you're losing a lot of IMAX 3D in that deal, that seems like a very bad deal. If there's not a place for that IMAX 3D to go. Yeah, because a lot of their documentaries are boring as hell. It was the 3D element was the only thing that was getting butts in seats because it had incredible 3D. I almost feel like there are some IMAX documentaries that won't work on streaming like you have to have the 3d element in the theater for it to be worth watching mm-hmm. and the ones that i can think of that aren't 3d at all like uh one of the the one they did for um the pop um moonlight uh, was it the moonland yeah was it definitely an apollo one they put out in theaters last year uh, that, I don't even think that's part of the Hulu deal. I think that's with CNN. So that would be Warner Brothers. Here's the full list of titles 
Uh, a Beautiful Planet, released in 2016. Don't remember that. Uh, Pandas, the IMAX original film, released in 2018. Yeah, never played near me, because remember, I was going to review the, I was going to review it if it played here. I was interested in reviewing it, but it's hard to justify going to pay IMAX 3D screening for a 40-minute movie. Uh, Superpower Dogs, released last year in 2019. Destiny in Space, released in 1994. Fires of Kuwait, 1992. Galapagos, 1999. High Columbia, Hail Columbia, 1982. Into the Deep, 1994. Journey to the South Pacific, 2013. Space Station, 2002. Survival Island, 1995. The Dream is Alive, 1985. T-Rex, Back to the Cretaceous, 1998. China, The Panda Adventure, 2001. Horses, The Story of EQs, 2002. And The Secret Life of Earth, 1996. Yeah, basically these are the ones you can find. Uh, you could go to Fry's and find on disc for a few bucks. So it's just harder and harder to justify going to the movies, you know. I think this is just going to be hard to, yeah, I'll just watch it on Hulu, whatever, you know? Yeah, I just figure, yeah, I, I would say this current uh, wave of 3D is just had a, an abrupt uh, death blow. Uh, of those movies, I think Pandas, the IMAX original film was 3D. There might be a couple in there, but... I don't know for sure. Um, These aren't exactly what I would call their top tier films. Yeah. In this deal. They said these are the ones you could find cheap at a place that still, still sells physical media. Okay, so let's uh, keep going here. We got Jurassic World Dominion. Um, we'll start shooting again in the UK, and they've done procedures to help make that possible, including having a private medical facility uh, with doctors there, um, with, with the crew to help test everything. Um, the crew will be tested, te uh, given temperature tests every day, and uh, just the doctors will be there ready to go. Um, there'll be signs all over the area and location to remind crew members of social distancing. Um, it's going to have a full training program by the staff so they know what's going on. It'll be hand sanitizer uh, stations everywhere. Uh, it'll double the cleaning recommendation of an employee of everything. There'll be a green zone for shooting cast and crew. And they have an enhanced testing environment. The green zone will be policed to stop any untested crew from entering. And additional security guards. Um... This is going to be a fascinating experiment to see how this works. I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, I think we're about to hit a new golden age of animated movies. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. So kids and adults, tune heads rejoice. There's about to be a load of animation because it sounds like that's the only thing they're going to be able to handle doing. Just saying. Rick and Morty movie happening! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have y'all seen the the, the 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 new Star Trek animated series 
previews? Uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. How is that? I haven't seen it yet. Well, I, I just, it's like the exact same style as like Rick and Morty. And I'm just like, I hate that style so much. I can physically not watch it. Even though I love Star Trek, I can physically not watch that. Oh, God, it sounds like when they decided to make one of the Scooby-Doo reboots look like Family Guy. No, just no, no. I was physically revolted. (laughs) How? Why are so many adult cartoons animation standards? Can you not make your animation look halfway decent? I I think it's an irony thing, because uh, I see a whole bunch of uh, uh, kids' memes, and they have this deliberately ugly art. No, okay, just to, I, I did not confirm Rick and Morty movie, but I'm just saying that is something that is much more likely to happen. Yeah, that would be. And, um, heck, I mean, Hollywood is trying to get back to normal, because, I mean, there's been reports that uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in talks to play Batman in the Flash movie. And if that doesn't make sense to you, uh, if these rumors are true, um, that uh, the, and if they're doing, and he, if he's going to play the part in the Flash movie, that means there's a very good chance he's going to be playing Thomas Wayne and the movie that they're planning on um, basing, um, they're going to base the Flash movie on uh, Flashpoint. But that's a whole lot of what-ifs. And who knows at this point. I mean... Um, In answer to your question, Krista, I think the reason why many art and many different cartoons are similar is on purpose, so that way your brain thinks, hey... That, I know that, I like that, I'll watch that because I like that, you know, kind of way of thinking. Kind of like how uh, Solar Opposites, which is a kind of a spinoff of Rick and Morty on Hulu, which I really don't like. I tried watching that show, I didn't like it. I actually really like Rick and Morty though. Um, But like, they keep the same kind of art style as Rick and Morty. And there's also this new... um, animated tv show coming to um hulu i think it is or amazon that looks like bob's burgers but it's not bob's burgers but that's like made by the same people that made bob's burgers yeah so that's they have like one person there and the solar opposites is the same thing one of the crew members there so they're trying to you know they have some of that there just trying to do that but like i feel like they should do more to distinguish themselves animation-wise to make it more distinct because, like, Futurama looks very different from Simpsons. And it it still has the same kind of style, but it looks better. But neither here or there. I'm not very optimistic that this is going to work with Jurassic World Dominion. Um, it's an interesting experiment in filming. I'm curious how it works out. But I don't have that much. I think it's going to fall flat on its face. Or it's going to turn into an animated film. Because that seems to be the only thing they can successfully, safely work on. 
uh, and keep people safe. All right. So that is basically our topics. We did ask for questions in the mailbag section. And uh, one of the questions is about AMC, which we already talked about. This is all from our patron. We did ask on Twitter as well. We um, So our patron said, what do you know about the re-release of House of Wax on 3D Blu-ray? I have the initial release. Do you know if this one's different? I don't know anything about that. Jake, do you know anything about that? I All I have heard is that they were re-releasing it. And so I haven't heard if it's a remaster or anything else, or if there's going to be additional bonus features, or if this means they're going to release more of their catalog titles in 3D. I'm just eagerly uh, awaiting to find out more. So, yeah, it's I don't know anything about this. I did see it on Blu-ray.com, and... You know, I don't know where Blu-ray.com got this from, <laughs> but I guess that's coming out. And next question here. Can we expect a review of Long Day's Journey into Night 3D Blu-ray anytime soon? Jake, you're the 3D Blu-ray reviewer. Is that going to happen anytime soon? Uh, this isn't an excuse, but it is my reason. Uh, I did not have custody of my blue. I currently... The only device I have to play Blu-rays on is an Xbox. It's a long, complicated story. And I am an almost complete Luddite when it comes to using the Xbox. And uh, another thing that's preventing me from doing stuff, uh, I had to go to the hospital. And I was there for a week. And then uh, I am going in next week for surgery, and hopefully I will recover well enough to do anything within a day or two. So hopefully soon, like in a week or so, I can review this, as well as some other backlogged 3D discs. So um, don't want to give exact dates because, you know, things change and stuff, but... We are definitely interested in reviewing 3D Blu-rays. Um, it's just a matter of, it's all Jake, because I don't have a 3D TV, and Krista doesn't have a 3D TV. Am I right, Krista, or no? No, I don't. So it's basically all on Jake, and he's only one person. So, um, But we are interested in potentially doing that in the website soon. So I was going to review a movie, um, but... Everyone doesn't want me to, so I'm not going to do it after all. Do you know what movie that is, Jake? No. Artemis Fowl. <laughs> oh, God. I think I, I dodged a bullet. <laughs> so, you know, I have Disney+, Plus and I have basically all the streaming services. And I was like, you know, we're kind of getting low on content. Uh, sure, it's a new release. Why not? I can review it. Uh, you know... I already, you know, I don't have to pay for it or directly pay for it. It's just, you know. So I put on Patreon and Twitter. And Patreon and Twitter was overwhelmingly, no, I don't care. I don't want you to waste your time watching that. So we're not, I'm not reviewing it. Okay. I think, yeah, save your sanity. And I will call out our tweeter, tweeter. Uh, someone tweeted, 
Snowflake Kate said, "It's so bad it doesn't deserve a review." Oof. <laughs> so I mean, so this must be in Percy Jackson territory. Yeah, it's getting really ripped apart. This movie. Um, I just wanted to mention it on the show just because you know it's it's. Hey, you guys don't want me to do it, then I won't do it. You know, I, you know, we're trying to give you as much content as we can during this pandemic, and you know, if you guys don't want it, then why bother? You know, so. Yep. Um, I did listen to a review of it this morning, and they hated it with a passion. So, yeah, um, it's one of those things that's on the Disney Plus to watch list when we have time but i don't think that's going to be anytime soon and since you guys don't care about listening to my review i won't bother doing one if i watch it you know it might be one of those things i may watch like two months from now and i forget you know but right now meh we're just trying to figure out things to review for you so just wanted to throw that out there so you know which we do listen to <laughs> polls and what you guys want. All right. That's going to be it for us. Bye. 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 Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D and Mr. Bingo5 for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.